Good morning, Herman. Good morning. How are you doing? Excellent, sir. Good. How's everything? Everything good? Nice drive out here? Yeah, nice drive. Um, nice weather outside. It is. Yeah. For December. Yep. It's it's actually winter here in El Paso for once. I, I think. Know. <laughs> it's been below 30 degrees some days, so. I know. It's it's usually what, it was what, 70 or 75 a week ago or something like that on a high. It's like, what? No, this is, no. I can't walk out in sandals. It just can't <laughs> happen. I'm going to start us out with a word of prayer. Sounds yeah. good. Father in heaven, thank you so much for bringing us together on another episode of Unmasking with uh, Nesda. We have Herman here today, Lord, uh, to share his story, his testimony with everyone out there who's listening, Lord. We pray, Lord, as always, we lift you up. And as we lift you up, that people get to hear his story and understand where he's coming from. And we pray that it can be a special blessing to others, to whether they're listening uh, uh, today, tomorrow, whenever the case may be, Lord. We ask for the Holy Spirit to guide us, Lord, in thought and prayer and in word and in deed. We thank you we, for all the blessings and our health and our safety. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, Herman. So... You're coming from a different church, right? Different background than what uh, you're currently at right now, right? Yes. I didn't grow up in the Adventist church. I grew up um, as a Catholic. Uh Um, You know, as we were talking before the show started, um, I would go to church maybe once or twice a year, but uh, never really read my Bible. Easter and Christmas, right? Easter and Christmas. I was there too, man. (laughs) So, Uh so yeah. Um, Never read my Bible, didn't know. You know how to look for any any of the what do you call it like the verses and mm-hmm. or the books so yeah and i didn't even know there were so many books at the time you know I, I remember going to did you ever go to catechism and confirmation classes i did but i hardly remember anything yeah exactly i just remember being a troublemaker i was a hellraiser really uh, yeah i remember my i just remember my mom yelling at me all the time afterwards when she picked me up i was like oh boy yeah um, what was that like for you growing up? Like, um, spiritually, like, was there, was, was there prayer? Was there, or was it just kind of like, all right, God's out there. We're okay. Yes. I think there was prayer, but you know, it was through repetition. Mm-hmm. So there was definitely prayer and, you know, I kind of always knew what I, that I wanted God near me, but didn't know how to, you know, bring him close to me. Mm. So, um, yeah, every night with, with my mother, um, we would pray or, yeah, pray the same prayers mm-hmm. um, to, you know, just for protection, for health, for uh, uh, abundance. Mm-hmm. And, um, but, yeah, it's funny that, that you, talk, you know, touch on um, prayer because I remember specifically one day thinking and praying to God, you know, the, the type of girl I wanted to marry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was back in high school. And, you know, it was very similar to what, you know, he granted me. So. You won, dude. That That's a prayer answered right there. Yeah. Awesome. Definitely. So what was, what, what were you going through uh, spiritually as a kid? Was it, was, did you always feel God near you all the time around your friends, your family or? No, not really. Um, I mean, there wasn't really spiritual, um, you know, encounters, if you will, or mm-hmm. spiritual, um, I didn't feel close to God. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't think anything about you know about it. It was just nor- living nor- uh, a normal life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there was no. What's that word I'm looking for? Like getting close to God. 
There was so you were kind of more of a fan, maybe not a follower, or exactly. sort of like that. Exactly. That's how I felt at yeah. times. I I felt like I tried, but maybe I was like, eh. I acknowledge that he's there, but yeah. I never really truly, I guess, felt worship in my walk at first. Mm-hmm. When I when I first uh, you know growing up as well, it was always uh, kind of just pleasing others, pleasing the church, whatever family was wanting, mm-hmm. whatever the priest said, that's what went. Because mm-hmm. I don't recall Bibles being at the church. I don't know about you. No, not <laughs> at all. And to be honest, I didn't, I didn't care about that. I didn't yeah. care about uh, what the priest said, what, mm-hmm. what you know, even family said. It was just that two-minute prayer at night, and that was it. And that was just it. Just forget, forget about God completely. Yeah, no, and, and then for me, too, it was... It was and and this isn't to say anything bad about that church or anybody there, because I, I I grew up meeting people and family who just I, I could see light in them. I could see God working in their lives. Yes. You know what I mean? Uh, exactly. d- d- despite whatever beliefs or views were there, who was there? Who was that one person or or people that did that for you? Where you was like, you know what? I I I believe in God because I can see how they believe. Was there someone like that? Well, when I was a kid, it was my mom, right? Mm-hmm. She, she, she would always be praying. But definitely after that, uh, it was through my wife. Mm-hmm. Um, when I met her, um, she, I remember she was taking me to the uh, uh, young adult uh, uh, services. Yeah. So um, that's how I started, you know, getting close to God. I didn't really care about, you know, church or God, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But, you know, over the years, I started reading my Bible more, learning more about God, and I started to uh, make that connection yeah. with God. And, you know, as time has been going through, it's been getting stronger and stronger. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So let, let's rewind the clock. So you're, right. you're going to your first class, right? He's, you're taking him to class. What was his first? Re- what was your first reaction, like, when you're walking in? Like, what is going on here? Yeah. Um, this is old music. Uh <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a temple. It's a different religion, or yeah, just a everything's different religion. everything's like a hundred percent. Like, what is this? And I feel like I could live here, like a house. <laughs> it's a room upstairs. No. And I I really like my church, but to be honest, it was kind of weird because, you know, it was the the girl that had always been in church and bringing in that that's his boyfriend, and he's bringing somebody in yeah. from from outside the Ooh. church, and that's that's not that can't be good, right? So well, you know, and the funny thing is, we're supposed to be people. Right, exactly. we're supposed to bring people from from out there, right? Yes, it, it, we we shouldn't have to judge or or criticize who they are, where they're coming from, because we've all been there at some point, right? That's right. I know when I can't. I know when I first went, because my because my wife grew up in the church, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't, and we we we'd go to uh, prophecy meetings. We go into the the church, and and I was like, what is going on here? Why do they pray so much? Mm-hmm. Why does everyone in, say amen like every five seconds here? Like, what is going on here? Like, I was like shocked. Yes, I didn't know what to think. Me too. Yeah, yeah. I was like, uh, is is this how it's supposed to be? Or like, okay, I had completely forgot about that. But when I heard people <laughs> say amen, I just turned around and looked at them for like two seconds, and then you know. I yeah. started to get, get used to that. Yeah, I did too, because I, 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 I'd hear it at first. I was like, why are you interrupting? I felt, mi- I, I was upset. I was upset. I was like, don't interrupt the prayer. That's this. I always found it disrespectful at first, right? That, that. But then over time, I realized it was when I understood what it meant, 
you know, accepting the prayer and then acknowledging. And I was like, oh, okay, all right, well. And, you know, I'll be honest, I still don't like to do it in between. I just, yeah. I, 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 but I respectfully, I understand it now. Exactly. And I remember I, I told my wife, she was like, no, that's how it is. Like, oh, okay, well, all right, then I, I guess I'll just get used to it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And um, so you were going to these, the, the, the young adult classes, you said, right? Yeah, what do you call it uh, um, in English? Uh, yeah, just service. At, just the service. Yeah. What, 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 what hit you besides what we just spoke about else to say, like, you know what? I think this is where I need to grow in my walk or this is what I need to learn. So there was two turning points for me. So when I started reading the Bible, I loved to read um, just John, Luke, uh, Matthew. The Gospels. I think those, yeah. yeah, the Gospels. Um, those four books for me. It just impacted me so much how Jesus helped so many people. Mm-hmm. You know, people that were sick, people that were sinners. He didn't care who he, who who um, he was helping. Mm-hmm. It was it, he only worried um, that he needed to save as much as many people as possible. Yeah. So I kind of felt the same. He wanted the same for me. He wanted to save me, not without mattering um, what my past was, what I right. had done or if I never knew him now it's like from this point forward, let's, let's take a walk. Let's walk together. Yeah. And I know exactly how you feel because I always felt like I wasn't good enough to come. Yes. When I first, when, when I first came into to the Adventist church, I was like, I'm not good enough. I, I shouldn't, I don't belong. I just, I, I've done way too much bad. I, and I, and I guess I, I, I felt as if, you know, I felt more of a burden and, mm-hmm. For me, it was just discovering that w- w- when Christ, you know, he he was like you said, he was he was saving people. His mere presence, you know, people would criticize him. Religious people would criticize him, you know. And that's when I realized it's not about religion; it's about your walk with Christ, discovering who He is. And it's not, you know, even He was criticized by religious people, Pharisees, and everybody for. Well, why are you going with a tax collector? Why are you uh, hanging out with the, the prostitute over there or going with these people? And it's like, that's well, right. this is who I came for. Exactly. And, and that's when it hit me, too, when I got through the Gospels. It's like, wait a minute, this is for everybody. Mm-hmm. This isn't just for one specific denomination or another. This, this, this is for everybody. Exactly. And, and to me, it was a beautiful thing. And that's when I realized, okay, you know, I— you know, coming to church isn't about making yourself right and then going. It's about allowing God to come into your life and helping you to get to where he wants to get you to fulfill his purpose, you know? Mm-hmm. And you said two things. There was one thing. What was the next one? The next one, um, I read a devotional in Spanish. It's called Dímelo de Frente. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it was published back in 2014. And this mm-hmm. book just... It's for it was it's it is for young adults, Ooh. so it was really interesting because it would touch on so many points like uh, just you know um, relationships, mm-hmm. um, what to look in, in in another person whether you're you know a guy or a girl. Um, it also touched a lot on personal growth, mm-hmm. and I I think that's something that's very important to me because I've always looked you know internally and always try to be a better person. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it that that devotional really helped me I, I was reading that all year all, all year long and you know that really helped me grow really yes 
Dímelo de frente, right? Dímelo de frente. Do you remember the author? Um, not at the moment, but um, um, I think, like I said, it was published in, back in 2014. But, 2014. Um, yeah. Let's see look if, it up, people. Yeah, look it up. It's going to help a lot. Awesome. Especially for, you know, teenagers and for people that are like early uh, in their 18s and 20s. And what did you discover in that book? What was it that, I guess if there was one thing profound that you found in there specifically that could just, uh, for anyone listening, like what what would be that one thing? Wow, that's that's really a hard question because if you see my, my devotional, that devotional, mm-hmm. I highlighted every single, every single page. Oh, wow. And I've read that book probably four or five times really yes wow it, it must be that impactful for me it was wow so there's n- nothing in particular um that i can remember i wish i had brought it you know to see if i would have just opened the book up and just landed in one page i would have said all right, right there. this is this is we'll do round two later don't you worry. know what <laughs> i actually something came up something did come up so it was um who invented the the uh the uh the light bulb Edison. Edison, uh-huh. right? And in that in that certain um, uh, day, he was talking about. Well, uh, he tried. He tried to do the 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 light bulb one thousand, right? So he didn't fail one thousand times. He just found one thousand ways that it wouldn't work. That would, it wouldn't work. Yes, that's so, a great quote. Yeah, yeah. While I was going through my university courses, I just said, you know what? This is about you know just trial and error, and mm-hmm. we're all gonna fail, and you know you might. You might do good in some things, but it, it's not about failing. It's it's always about how you look at things. It's about mm. just letting that go and continue to grow in whatever whatever you're doing. Yeah, absolutely. And and one of the biggest takeaways I always say, and I tell this because my students, my own children too. You know, not everything's a bed of roses every day. Life will hit you hard. You're gonna fail. You're yep. gonna make mistakes. Expect it. Exactly. The important thing is you got to get back up. You know, you get knocked down 20 times, get up 21. You get knocked down 80 times, you get up 81. But you got to keep going. You got to keep praying. You got to keep asking God, where am I supposed to go with this? Yes. You know what I mean? And and then again, like you said, it's it's looking within yourself and and your experience with God to say, hey, you know what? What can I do? How can I help myself here? fulfill God's word and then be able to be a blessing to others. You know what I mean? That's right. And currently right now are, is what, what do you guys, I know it's, it's COVID 2020. It's, it's, it's nuts this year. There's so many crazy things. What is it that you're trying to establish now at, at your church? How, how is it that, where do you feel like God's taking you in terms of uh, trying to, I don't know, spread the gospel, fulfill the word? Right now, we work a lot with young adults. Um, you know, we got... And you guys are young. I'm old here. I'm the old fogey. No, no, no. I'm 40. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we got, like, these programs like the FESCA. Um, we work with... What is it? The, you, FESCA. FESCA? FESCA. Okay, what is that? Um, my goodness. Um, yeah, it's a youth retreat. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we get maybe, like, 200 youth. Uh, and we go out to Ridoso, New Mexico. 200, you yeah, said? Yeah, for a whole weekend. And oh, you know, we bring awesome. a preacher. We have music. We have... Uh, take Pastor with you. He's ready. Yeah, sure. We'll take <laughs> him <laughs> next time. Yeah. Um, so that's something that, you know, um, d- y- during church, we always have Sabbath school with young mm-hmm. adults, also with adults. 
And uh, I, I don't know. I would like to work with, you know, like a ministry, um, you know, for marriage or something. Mm. Just to how to improve uh, your relationship with your wife or your significant other. That'd be awesome. Yeah. And, you know, and for, for those, you know, for our listeners, especially our, our youth, like what, what, what would they have besides what you said? What else do they have look forward to during these retreats? Um, well, they, they make a lot of friendships. That's something mm -hmm. very important, right? Because sometimes we go to church and we only have two or three people that are, are that we hang out with, but we want to know more people or yeah. some, some of these, you know, teens are single and it's a good, perfect time to go meet somebody else. Yes. So to that, um, also just to grow spiritually, mm -hmm. a lot of these young, young kids, um, they get the opportunity to know, learn about God during a whole, you know, during the whole weekend. Mm -hmm. And I, sometimes we see how just one weekend really impacts their life. And during the next uh, Fesca, mm -hmm. uh, you know, they come back and say, well, we couldn't wait for this, for this event to start again. Really? Yeah. And for them, it's, um, do, do you guys like make them like, all right, no cell phones, no TV, or do you turn, shut all electronics off or? Well, here in, in Rideau, so there's, there's no signal. There's no so, signal, right? So oh, okay, good. I know yeah. there's some places there's signal, so I always yeah. worry like, man, get off your phone already. There's, there's yeah. not a lot going on there. Yeah, and that's <laughs> where we've usually been going to. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, there's only Wi-Fi, but we, I mean, only, only the staff knows the, the code. Yeah, don't give them the code. Yeah. <laughs> look at it. And so... And see, this is, and do you guys have something coming up soon? I know, you know, with the whole COVID situation, it's weird, but I mean, do you guys have some plan, maybe 2021 or, or yeah. something in the work, something else in the works? Yeah, definitely. Um, we're working with FastCod just to do virtual events. Um, everything's going virtual now. So, right. so I think even if, um, you know, every, everything goes back to normal, mm -hmm. um, you know, a lot of things will, a lot of programs will stay virtually as well. Right. Yeah. And uh, how, how do people get a hold of this uh, retreat virtually or or how can they contact you about it? It's uh, through Facebook Facebook, Facebook? and uh, Instagram, I think, uh, at Fesca, uh, Texico Fesca. Texico Fesca. Fesca. Oh, okay, yep. there you go. Look it up, people. Go sign up, all of you. Yep. Awesome. And so... Like you said, we, you know, we, you and I grew up basically almost similar uh, backgrounds. Yes. And then you, you, you met your wife, and then you started to develop your walk and all that. What was it? What were your relationships like now with family and friends that knew you since you were little? Hmm. I think it was. You know, that's an interesting question because, um, of course your family kind of worries that you go to a different religion. Oh uh, yeah. I'm not sure for what reason. Right. Um, right. I, I can't, <laughs> I'm not in their shoes. Yeah. Um, but I remember something that my father, uh, told my mother, which, uh, he said, well, if this is making him a better person, so be it, that's even better for him. Yes. And I think that really, uh, helped me and my, and my family just be at peace with it. Mm -hmm. Right. Because they could see the changes. Well, he's not going out and coming back till, you know, four in the morning or whatever. Sometimes even come home at all the next day. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've been there. Exactly. Yeah. So at least he's not, you know, doing anything bad. He's not hanging out with his old friends. He's he looks like he's in the right path. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, relationships um, with my with my friends, 
did change, obviously, yeah. but I think it, it it was during that time that I graduated high school and went to university where everybody takes their own path, mm-hmm. and um, um, it just you know just naturally uh, you have to continue your own path where you lose a lot of friends. Yeah, so. there, there's going to be sacrifices made. I know, you know, it, it, and it's one thing that I've always said. Hey, if I'm not doing this, what else am I doing? What I mean, would yeah. would people that knew my past or knew me growing up, you would prefer my alternative because there was a whole lot of bad going on, yes. you know, and that, and, and, and that did continue into my mid 20 young adult life. And, and for me, it was just, I, I can't go back. I just can't. I just, I, I've come this far, you know, and God's brought me along this way to this point. And it's like, why, why turn back? Exactly. You know, there's, there's, you know, there's a lot of people that 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 see that and respect that mm-hmm. family and friends, and then there's others that don't. They'll criticize, but again, I, I you know, I always say I can't please everybody. I have to do whatever, whatever that God's calling might be. You know what I mean? Exactly. And I think it's important. You know, I, I think you know you you want to be a good influence to those that you love, especially. And and you know, I don't force you know our beliefs on anybody. Mm-hmm. I just I simply just. I ha- this is who I am now, and I, you know, it, it. I can only hope and pray that I'm. A, I can be a blessing to you, whoever that might be. I'm not. I'm not out there to criticize. I'd be the last person to judge. Yep. You know what I mean? Uh, I've gone through enough pain and misery to, <laughs> to understand where people are coming from. And uh, like I said, hey, I'm. I'm always here, open arms. If God's there for open arms, ready to forgive, and to just receive you then I need to be the same way. You know what I mean? Exactly. Um, and do, do have you had people who are interested like in uh, our beliefs and say, hey, what are you doing or what's going on? Mm, not that I can think of at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something that I really want to, you know, I just want to learn more about how do, how can I bring more people yeah, to so Christ um, without, like you were saying, without forcing my beliefs mm-hmm. um, on them. And not only that, but just being a friend, right? Because I, I, I truly believe that um, uh, the scripture says, um, sorry, I don't read the Bible in English, but sometimes... Say it in you, Spanish. You, That's okay. You, you need to lose yourself, right? Yeah. So that God can be in you. And yes. sometimes your identity goes away completely. Let go of the old man, let yes. the new man in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So sometimes, you know, we we, 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 we take that too far too. So mm-hmm. we, we start losing friendships, the friendships that, you know, we might we might have already um, you know, be able to talk to them about Christ. Mm-hmm. Where we think everybody needs to be a certain type of person where uh, just robotic, right? Yeah, we can be that. Exactly. So where I was going to, I forgot your question. No, uh, like, uh, you know, I know I, I think you hit it because how can we bring others in, right? Yes, or just be, being be, your authentic mm-hmm. self. Right? Yes. But at the same, yeah, exactly. Being your authentic self while le- letting God work in you, mm-hmm. right? Because yes. obviously, I mean, I'm going to have uh, traits that, you know, are not good for me. Yeah. Right? And, and those traits, we need them just to let them go and let God work on those. Mm-hmm. But like I said, um, 
I'm, I'm a very introverted person, really quiet person, and a lot of people are going to connect with me. Yes. But a lot of other people are not, right? Right. And if you're extrovert and you like to be really loud and, and just make a lot of friends and, mm-hmm. you know, m- more people are going to connect to you. You just need to be who you are while you let God uh, mold you so you can, you know, um, um, uh, bring more people. And and that uh, reminds me of that story, you know, that uh, I hear often that um, there was a kid uh, just walking by the by the by the beach mm-hmm. uh, and he saw a man grabbing the uh, the the, uh, the stars. What do you call it? Uh, sea, sea stars? Starfish? Starfish. Star? Starfish. Yeah. Uh, we know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes he, he, as he sees one, he goes ahead and, and throws throws them in the beach. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so as he keeps walking, he grabs another one and throws it. So the kid comes up to him and says, "Why are you, you know, why are you doing this? Why are you throwing that that uh, starfish to the to the ocean? Don't you see? There's a lot. Yeah. There's a lot to throw, right? So he says, "Yeah, but it made an impact to that one starfish." And wow. I think that's what we need to do. There's a lot of starfish out yes. there. Yes. But if we if we reach one, two, three in the way, maybe that's what God wanted for us. That's it. And of oh, course, wow. that's it depends. Powerful. Yeah, it depends on on your mission, right? Because God right. has a mission for us. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you might you might not do two or three. You might do thousands and thousands, and, and that's great. Mm-hmm. But um, like I said, just stick to your mission, uh, be your true self, while you let God guide you. Absolutely, one hundred percent. And I think on that note, we're gonna end it right there, Edmond, because that I think you hit it right there. That is absolutely powerful, and I really hope people really take to heart what you said in this podcast and uh, introvert or extrovert you know they're all out there and, and 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 i think your your message has meaning so thank you for coming on would you thank like you. to close us out with prayer yes i'll do it in spanish absolutely well. sir go for it padre bendito te agradecemos señor por todas las bendiciones que nos das sabemos que eres muy bueno con nosotros y y no lo tomamos en, eh, por alto señor te pedimos que bendigas este podcast que pueda alcanzar a las mayor gente posible, Señor, y que las personas ideales eh, escuchen esto, Señor, y que pueda llegar al fondo de su corazón. Bendícenos, perdona nuestras faltas, ayúdanos a ser felices en tu camino, Padre. En el nombre de Jesús. Amén. Amén. Thank you, everybody. Bye.